Welcome to the YDT Summit, the show where we interview the professionals, grab the best knowledge we can to equip you so you can go into the dance industry with confidence. Enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to the summit. Today we have Matthew Robinson on. How are you doing today? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Good, thanks. <laughs> um, so for anyone that's not sort of come across you much, um, do you mind giving us a bit of background about where you sort of you started off in the dance world up to here? Yeah, I mean, how far back do you want to go? <laughs> as far back as you want to go. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so uh, in terms of my background, I, I grew up in Devon, southwest um, the southwest of England, uh, in the countryside, um, and I started dancing through musical theatre mm-hmm. and um, and gymnastics. Actually, so I was a gymnast when I was little, and I would say I probably started so theatre when I was about six or seven with things like jazz. Um, and then when I moved to secondary school, uh, we had dance and we had dance groups, and I remember, and that's probably where I discovered what was contemporary dance, although I didn't necessarily uh, know that's what I was doing. Um, <laughs> and and loved it. And um, and from there, I was kind of encouraged to, to look at youth, youth companies, like youth dance companies. So I, I, uh, I went on to, um, to um, go to places like Plymouth Youth Dance Company and Devon Youth Dance Company um, and, uh, a, a scheme called 4D, which was a, a scheme for uh, young dancers like 16, 17, who were really looking for wanting to go on and train. Um, yeah. And help, help, that helped me a, a lot. I mean, when I look back as well, I, like I say, I grew up in the countryside. So, um, and I was, uh, I didn't know at the time, but I was, uh, I identify as, uh, I identify as gay and 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 being part of I, I look back and I realize being part of these dance groups and everything they were really safe spaces for me um mm-hmm. really uh places where I could really express myself and uh, so that it's a uh, yeah it was uh I, I realize I realize now looking back how important they were in my um yeah in my development um and then from from there um I auditioned for conservatoire schools and I and I went to uh, London Contemporary London Contemporary Dance School and had a great uh, time there I was part of a really amazing year group uh, that, that are doing really amazing things all around the world and I I, um, uh, I felt very lucky looking back I feel very lucky to be to have been part of that year group it was um it's really important, actually, the investment you uh, pour into each other in your your year group. And I feel like we were really invested in each other, excited about our differences, supportive of our ambitions. And um, yeah, so I did that. And then I uh, was offered an apprenticeship at uh, Scottish Dance Theatre, uh, based in Dundee in Scotland. And uh, that's... Uh, was an amazing opportunity um, and uh, shaped me considerably, I would say, um, yeah. living there, being part of that company. 
um, having experienced dance in London and then experiencing what dance can be in um, a city like Dundee mm-hmm. um, really taught me a lot uh, and the responsibility we have as um, as artists to the yeah. communities that we seek to um, speak to and and represent um, and I was there for I was there for about eight years um, nearly eight years I, I was an apprentice and then I was and then I was asked to stay as a dancer um, and then I was asked in 2013 if I would take on the responsibility of rehearsal direction for the company and so I, I did that and kept dancing at the same time um, and uh, yeah and I ste- I worked with amazing people up there um, two wonderful artistic directors Janet Smith and Fleur Darkin um, and lots of different guest choreographers that came to us that shaped me uh, very much so uh, people like Damien Jallet, um, Sharon Eyal, Victor Quijada, uh, many, 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 I was very lucky, many, many choreographers. Um, and then in 2016, well, that's the, the biography, um, <laughs> 2016, I uh, was kind of pointed towards this job at Northern School of Contemporary Dance as artistic director of of Verve mm-hmm. and um, decided to apply. I was already thinking about moving on and yeah. And then I arrived in Leeds in 2016 and I've been here now since then. Uh, yeah, well, that, was nice. a bit, that was a bit long-winded, I apologize. <laughs> it's completely fine. <laughs> um, yeah, what kind of motivated you to take that jump to artistic director of Verve? <sighs> what motivated me? Um, well, I mean, like I say, I was kind of pointed towards it. I, yeah. <laughs> I had emails from from colleagues saying, oh, have you seen this? Have you, are you interested in this? So it kind of made my attention go like, oh, okay, yeah. is this opportunity? Um, I'd, been, I'd been the rehearsal director at, at, at Scottish Dance Theatre by that point for nearly three, three years. And I had got a lot from that role and, um, the thing that I'd really um, enjoyed was supporting others in their in their development, and that was especially true for the apprentices that I'd become the mentor of um, as well as yeah. part of that role. So I was looking after the development of the the apprentices, um, and um, yeah, it it felt like. Um, there was an opportunity for me to transfer the knowledge that I'd been building in that role at Scottish Dance Theatre to, to a different context with more, somehow more responsibility. Um, and um, I think it was especially after the interview for the job that I, I was, I mean, I was excited by the, by the possibility, um, but after the interview, I, I really felt um, excited uh, about what my perspective might bring mm-hmm. to that that role um, and and it really highlighted to me how passionate I am about development and helping helping people um, develop in their practice um, yeah. and I felt I could make a difference in that role and also bring a kind of fresh perspective um, yeah. to it um, yeah nice <laughs> um, so in Verve you bring in different choreographers 
um, every year to work on productions. What's that process of networking with them? Are you just sort of reaching out to them one-on-one -on -one or are you sort of pointed towards certain people to bring in? How's that process? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so yeah, I commission about, well, three or four choreographers every year. Um, the process of meeting people, oh, it's different with each person. Um, you know, I meet a lot of people um, and have worked with a lot of people. Um, yeah. So there's that. Uh, there's also recommendation that I, I am part of a, you know, because I've worked, been working on part of a network of people just yeah. that I've worked with who, who might say, have you, have you, seen this work are you what, what do you think of this or um I'm also always looking I'm always researching I'm always um I'm tr I try to see what's on in the region but also what's happening beyond and and um uh get to shows when I can obviously not much at the the moment um and and also sometimes people get in touch with me directly, artists get in touch with me directly. And sometimes that's just out of the blue. And sometimes that's maybe a dancer that I know has contacted me and said, can I give your email address to this yeah. person? And then they've, they've contacted me. I'm, I'm like always up for the conversation. You know, who knows where the conversation will lead, but I'm always up for the conversation. And um, I think the, um, if there's a common interest, um, a mutual interest in working together, then I then I would then move the conversation forwards. And yeah. um, the the commissions for verb it's a specific mm -hmm. context in a way. Yeah. And there's a lot of responsibility to the art on the artist and myself um, in the making of that that work. And also the time uh, there's a specific time restraint. There's a casting um, obligation. There's all kinds of things that have to be met so I, I take it quite seriously in making sure that it's the right um commission for people both for the benefit of the dancers in the room but also the benefit of the artist I would hate to bring someone in uh, who then feels like the context undermines their work if you see yeah. what I mean so it has to be something that feels right for everyone mm -hmm. um would you say those choices are quite hard due to the fact that sort of uh, postgraduate company, but also sort of an MA at the same time. Um, is it hard? Because I think there's a lot of considerations in making commissions in any context, yeah. and I, I think there's a lot of factors that come into that consideration. And so I, so so yes, part of Verve's context is. Is there's an MA, but part of any context where you're making commissions, I think there's a lot of different factors that mm -hmm. should be considered um, as part of making decisions. Yeah, nice. Um, if we switch lanes for a moment, <laughs> um, like obviously there's a lot of people starting to audition now in this weird and wacky time. Um, do you have some advice for people that, like, obviously there's a lack of human to human eyes on people context it's very much through screens um would you have any advice for sort of bringing personality through past that barrier mm. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I mean, first thing I should say, those who are interested in in auditioning for Verve, particularly, that, that there's some online advice that's there. Uh, so, so the things I say now are, are me as an individual, I guess, is what, um, what yeah. I mean. Um, <laughs> um, I think, yes, I, I think auditions should be about people meeting people. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important um, that we remember that. Um, so that even in these online auditions, yeah, I would encourage everyone to remember that. Both the people wanting to audition, but also the people auditioning people, that we are working with people through, yeah. this, uh, through this thing. Um, and I think my advice would be to look for the opportunities in what's requested of you uh, mm -hmm. if you're auditioning for something. Um, I would also encourage people who are putting out auditions to make sure that they're offering the opportunity for people to to um, to feel like they can um, reveal who they are. Yeah. Um, I think there's an opportunity through if you're asked to do something um, creative or something improvisational, um, that like grasp that opportunity and make the most of it to, to share who you are. And also if you're invited to speak, to not feel like that has to be a, a perfect presentation of something, but more an opportunity for you to, uh, to talk as if you were talking to someone. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about when you, when you posed the questions to me, I was thinking about this and I was thinking, ah, if this was a, if this was a if this was a normal audition, what do I normally do? And yeah. my 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 thing is, and this is something I do at Verve, and it's something I used to do when I was what well, I used to try and do when I was working on the auditions for Scottish Dance Theatre. Yeah, um, is that I want everyone to feel welcome uh, when they enter the room, because I feel like if everyone feels welcome and feels relaxed, it's when everyone does their best work. And yeah. so that everyone is um, able to share who they are and, and what they what what is possible, um, um, and so I say that because I think you don't. I'm not going to like in relation to if I'm running an audition at the moment. I'm not going to be there in your living room or your your studio, like creating that atmosphere. Yeah, my advice would be to try and do that for yourself, whether that's um, wearing clothes that feel good, whether that's having some music that makes you feel good, whether that's what you do before the moment of filming something, to just try and loosen up and, and somehow forget about the camera to a point. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's also hard because in an audition, I feel so much of it is also, the other thing I try and do is, create a sense of uh, community in an audition that you were all working together on something because I think that is also supportive. If I think if you feel isolated in an audition context, it's, it can feel quite hard. Um, and uh, obviously in this context, you are isolated. So whatever you can do to also feel at some point of get, getting your, whatever's required of you together that you're in dialogue with people and you have mm -hmm. um, yeah i think does that answer the yeah totally <laughs> well thanks I, very I, much I would oh, add, yeah. sorry sorry i would just add that i have <laughs> incredible respect 
for people going through this uh, audition process at the moment. Like huge respect. It's it's um, it's it's hard, and I I. I know that from where we are, we've tried as best we can to provide a supportive system for people. Um, but but I totally recognise that it's a challenge and I think it's good to remember that, well, I think and I hope most people who are putting out auditions for other people at the moment are aware of that challenge. And I would, and I would say to people auditioning that, that know that I think most people are aware of that challenge as well um that makes sense and i had one more bit of advice which was don't get like because you if you're in an audition you would just do it and you would you would experience it yeah this the thing with this filming thing is that you you're you have the opportunity to watch yourself back and be your own critic and to like uh over analyze what's happening yeah. and don't get caught in that trap i would say um, of of because you could look at you could look and refine and go on forever, but actually, in the process of doing that, do you start to diminish the yeah. personality and the pe person you are by trying to uh, attain something that that's that's um, that's more about what you're seeing on the film? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I really like that last point, actually, because I think as dancers, we're so self-critical yeah. all the time and sort of trying to refine to a point we lose that initial personality that goes into it. Yeah. And yeah. You know, when you're watching someone move, like it's such a, like to see someone enjoying what they're doing and have passion for what they're doing mm -hmm. is huge. So you don't want to diminish that by, you don't want to diminish that. <laughs> yourself <laughs> <laughs> completely get that um well thank you um if people sort of want to keep up with what you're doing follow what you're doing um where should they go to do that uh well me personally uh i have i have instagram <laughs> and I have where i post videos and pictures and things and then i have my website which is uh matthew robinson dance.co.uk um then the company, Verve, we have our um, Verve Instagram, at Verve NSCD, um, Facebook and um, Twitter, and also the website, which is nscd.ac.uk forward slash Verve. <laughs> uh, and then also Verve is part of Northern School of Contemporary Dance. It's our home. Um, it's what we're... What we're really part of and so obviously they also northern school of contemporary dance also has all its social media channels as well yeah. and uh, and its uh, website and it's through the northern school of contemporary dance website that people can uh, find out about auditioning and applying for, for um, the various programs on offer at the school yeah. um and specifically uh verb of course yeah well that's great thank you very much for coming on today shared some very very valuable things <laughs> um yeah, I'll see everyone in the next interview.